Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Zegler. Welcome back to the Nine Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. We're going to get kind of deep today. We're going to talk about um, something you probably learned about in school, uh, but you may not have really uh, thought about it. You may have not really paid much attention to it. I know in, I think I learned, I learned it in high school, but I don't remember what grade, um, I was in when I learned it. And I thought, well, I'm just going to memorize it so I can pass a test. And now as I'm older, uh, I, I start, um, kind of studied it and started to realize the importance of it. And, you know, sometimes when we memorize things, we just do it to pass a test. We don't necessarily memorize it. We don't learn it. And what's the importance of it? How does it apply to my life? And now that I'm a little older, um, I have uh, realized that it does have some importance in our life and it, it helps me understand, um, certain things need to happen before other things can happen. But we're going to talk today a little bit about self-actualization. And you're like, what in the world is that? Um, it, it, it's on, um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And, and if you never heard of that, if you never, uh, have no idea what that is, it's a, it's a pyramid. And, um, there's, it has different needs on it. One is, uh, physiological needs. Uh, one is safety needs. One is love and, uh, belonging, um, esteem and self actualization. Um, and that's going to be a word that I'm going to say a lot, but it's going to be a word that's going to be a challenge to say for me. Um, so if, if, if I say it funny, if I don't always say it right, know that, uh, it's, uh, for some reason that word there's, have you ever had those words where you say them and they're just a challenge to say? Uh, and so this is one of mine, but I'm not going to let that hold me back about sharing with you what it is and how to achieve it. Uh, so, so basically, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, the, at, at the bottom is your physiological needs, which is your air, your water, your shelter, uh, sleep, clothing. It, I mean, it's the very basic of what you need. It's, it's those things have to be met. Uh, before we can move on to the next one, which is the safety. Um, are we personally secure? Are we, uh, how's our health, our employment, our resources, our property, those things. And so the base has to be, those have to be taken care of first. And then you can, um, because otherwise if those aren't met, you, you can't move on to the next one because yes, health is important, but if you don't know where your next meal is coming from, then it's hard to worry about your health. If you don't know um, where uh, your next uh, glass of water is going to come from, it's hard to worry about, am I going to be employed? I may not be alive to be employed if I don't get water. If we're out in the desert, it doesn't matter um, it, I don't, if I need a job. I need water. Those, those have to be met. I need air. Um, is more important than um, getting a job or my personal security or property. Those things have to be met. And then we, so we have our safety needs. When, when those are met, when our, our physiological needs are met, our safety needs are met, then comes below, 
love and belonging, our friendships, our uh, family, our sense of connection, our intimacy, those um, those are the next above our safety needs. And th- then we have esteem, respect, self-esteem, uh, status, recognition, rec- Ignition, uh, strength, freedom, those kind of things. And so, so if, if you can picture a pyramid, we're working our way up to the pyramid. Um, and of course, these get smaller and smaller. The, the base is our physiological needs. They're the greatest. They're the biggest. Um, and that's our foundation. And as we move up, they get smaller and smaller. And at the top of this pyramid, at this uh, very peak of this pyramid, is self-actualization. Um, actualization. I'm going to say that again so I get it get it right. Like I said, I'm going to say it a lot. Um, I've been practicing it, but still sometimes when I'm rolling, it doesn't come out the way I want, to, want it to come out. That is self-actualization. If I, if I focus more on it, it's going to be harder to say. It is the desire to uh, become the most one can be. But all those needs underneath have to be met before we can meet that 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 the peak of that pyramid of, of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We have to first know where our foods come from, our water, our air, our clothing, our shelter, all those. We have to know that we're secure, that we're, that we, our health, our employment. We have to know that we have friendships. We have some intimacy. We have a um, sense of connection. Then we have some self-esteem. We have some status. We have some recognition. We have some strength. And when all those begin to be met, all those needs begin to be met, as we work up this pyramid, we can reach the top of self-actualization. And, and that's what we're going to talk about today is, is that little part at the top, the little part that um, is the desire to become the most that we can be. Um, so we just by nature, we start to see these higher needs start to emerge as those lower ones um, are being met. And really, self-actualization is all about um, feeling fulfilled um, or feeling we're, we're living up to our true potential. Uh, and, 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 you know, that's, I think that's the difference between potential and our true potential. Um, potential might be... Um, people expect certain things of that. You know, we know what they know that we're capable of that. That's our potential, but we have a true potential, a potential that I think only we know what it is. Uh, other people can see maybe uh, the way we play a sport or the way we are in a job environment. And it may be, and sometimes they say, Oh, met their full potential, but they're just usually gauging that on other people around you. Are you, um, do you have the most catches? Do you have the, mo- the um, most home runs, uh, the most baskets? And, and sometimes it's comparing those numbers to others around you. But a true potential is, do you know you have more in you? Not, not based on are you even with other people, but do you have more within you? Can you do better? I always go back to um, how do you know if you're being average? If you get done and you go, I could have done more, I could have done better, then you know you're just being average and you're not truly getting to your true potential. You might be meeting your potential, but not getting to your true uh, potential. Uh, and self-actualization is different for different people. We all have uh, uh, different purposes, different passions, different gifts. And so it looks different for everybody. So Today, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about um, 
how do we uh, how do we how do we get there? How do we work towards that? And, and there's some steps that that we can take that can work us towards um, that space. Um, you, you think about um, those that have reached self-accusation. Just to give you some a few names is Abraham Lincoln, Albert Einstein, Mother Teresa. Those are just some, and, the, and there's so many. Um, but those are some that have, um, and those are, I might even say extreme cases, uh, that have reached their self-actualization. But we can do the same thing when we understand um, our desire to become fulfilled. Um, we, we have to first... Uh, practice acceptance. What does that mean? Practice acceptance. Um, we, we hear about acceptance so often, and we're going to refer to that as practice of acceptance, you know, uh, within ourselves. We accept, um, what comes as it comes. Maybe it's a, it's a problem. It's an issue. Um, it's a mistake. It's a stumble, but we accept that. That's part of getting us to our, um, our fulfillment. We're working towards, we, we, uh, th- we have this desire and that desire is going to keep us going even when the times get a little bit tough. Um, but w- we take it. Okay. We take it. What can I do with it? How can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? How can I use this to my advantage? What can I do with it? We, we accept it as it comes. We, um, just take it as it comes. Uh, I always sometimes think of a boxer, you know, they, they get punched and they just keep on coming. Think about Rocky. Um, you know, Rocky, all the scenes always in, you know, of course, his opponent is always pounding away on him. He's just taking it like he's like, come on, come on. And he's just taking it, taking it, taking it. Then he he makes a comeback. And I always think of that is accept what comes. He's saying, come on, bring it on, bring it on some more. And then, but he then keeps coming and uh, takes action and moves towards his opponent and starts you know, unleashing. And, and Rocky always wins, but he 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 accepts what comes, and that and that's what um, when we have that desire um, to become uh, fulfilled in what we want to do, we we take what comes, we take those punches, and then we we go back at it. And the the next one is we live spontaneous. We enjoy each moment as it comes. How often, um, I know I'm guilty of this, we don't, uh, we don't enjoy those moments as they come. We don't enjoy each moment. Yeah, sometimes there's not moments that we can enjoy, and sometimes we say, oh, this was the worst day. But aren't there things during your day, during your week, during your month, during your year, that you could look back on and go, I should have enjoyed that moment a little bit more. But I think sometimes is what happens is we're so in a hurry to get to the next moment that we forget to um, enjoy the current moment. Um, I know I'm, I'm guilty of that. Um, think, think about when you're a kid. Um, it's a little different. Time seems to, I'm older now, and time seems to fly by. I don't know what it was. Uh, time is way different now at 47 than it was a kid at 10. Um, it seems like it goes, and I don't know why, it just, just flies by now. And as a kid, it seemed like to be going slow motion. Um, but there are so many times as a kid, I mean, oh, I couldn't wait for Christmas and just so excited for Christmas. And you for, and for me, I, 
there are some moments there that I probably didn't enjoy because I was so looking forward to Christmas. Let's get this done so I can move on to the next thing. Let's get this done so I can move on to the next thing. Let's get this done so I can get to Christmas and open presents and the excitement. And then as birthday gets closer, let's get through this and that so I can get some birthday presents and have a birthday cake and a birthday party. And, and I think we find that self, we find that, how about, you know, when you're ready to go on a vacation and it might be a month away. And you're going to this great place and you're just so excited about it. Don't you find yourself wanting to get through those moments to get to that big moment? But sometimes, you know, if we're a month away, how many little moments did we not enjoy? How many moments did we not take time to um, be joyful about because we're waiting for that one big moment when over the last month we could have had all these great small moments? that we could have taken time to enjoy and, and be spontaneous with. So I think there's a lot of moments that we miss in life um, because we don't take the time to enjoy them at the moment, um, working our way towards. Um, and sometimes those moments help us be fulfilled and help us get to our desire to become fulfilled. Um, the next one is, and this kind of goes into enjoying those moments, is, and, and I think, I, I bet that this may, will make some of you nervous, um, and it's get comfortable with your own company. Can you sit alone in a room? Can you sit alone with your thoughts? You know, if we spend, if, if we sit in a room, how, how often do you spend time to think? Not just let random, I, you know, random things just spin around your head, but really think. Think about, you know, what is it you want, want out of life? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to, um, you know, be like in five years? What, um, you start thinking and, and thinking is an, um, Active thing. It is, you know, you're, you're intentionally having these ideas. You're intentionally, let me uh, direct my mind to here. Let me direct my mind to that. Let me, that's a good idea. Let me, uh, explore that idea a little bit more and think about that. And again, this is at the top of the pyramid. This is the top of, and these are all things working towards self actualization, actualization. Somebody's going to go, man, he can't say that word right. I'm trying. I promise. And, you know, all those other needs have to be met before we can sit and or be where we can think and, and put time into that thinking. If, if we're worrying about food or water or shelter or our safety or connection with us, it makes it real hard to spend time with yourself and think. Think about those things and, and be active. And, and do you feel comfortable alone? A lot of people don't like to be alone. They, they need other people around. They need that conversation. And but I think being alone is important because we are bombarded by noises and sounds and just everything, just a influx or a influx of input constantly. Um, and and I think it's so important to be able to just spend that time in quiet. Uh, maybe it's some quiet music, whatever it is that kind of um, winds you down, and you can be alone. And that's alone with your thoughts and you put your thoughts into action, which is thinking. Um, it's taking an active, um, role in your thoughts and you're directing those and deciding where those goes. That is thinking. The next one kind of goes back to live spontaneously, enjoy each moment. It's, um, appreciate the small things. 
you know, appreciate the small things that get lost in a, in a busy day. Um, maybe you just had a really good meal and you're like, man, that was just so good. And that goes back to living spontaneous. It's enjoying that moment. Uh, maybe it's a job you enjoy today. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe your job's not really something you enjoy, but maybe there's a moment in that day that you really enjoyed. A number of years ago, a number of years ago, I used to work at a sheet metal, uh, shop. And this sheet metal shop didn't have any air conditioning, uh, no heat in the wintertime. Um, in the summertime, we'd sweat to death. Of course, I had to wear long pants and all that. And I, I wear shorts pretty much year round. Uh, I love wearing shorts. And so to wear pants all day in the summertime about killed me. In the wintertime, it was, uh, cold. We had this little bit of heater that we'd go warm up next to. We'd, we'd put our hands over this gas heater and then we'd go back to work. We'd come back. And of course, dealing with metal is all cold. I'm um, sorry. Hands would get cold and couldn't feel your fingertips, just all the stuff. But there's one thing in, um, and it was cold out or dewy, the sheet metal would have a uh, condensation on it. So we put it up on a hoist and get this air compressor, it was like a air hose and spray it on there and it would dry off the condensation. And that's something I enjoyed doing. It was kind of fun to see. It was kind of satisfying to see um, the condensation go away and, and, and dry the sheet metal um, as I was going from side to side, making different, you know, that's something that brought me joy in that moment in that time in a job I really didn't care for. Um, wasn't my, um, it, it was, it came at a perfect time in my life and it was very well needed in my life and met some great needs. Um, but it's not a job I enjoyed, but that's something in the job I enjoyed. Uh, you know, maybe it's good weather. Uh, sometimes we, it's cloudy and we go, Oh, I'm so tired of the clouds. I want to see some sunshine. And then we see a little ray of sunshine in that day and go, Oh, that's, I mean, that's the best. When you see that sun shining down and the ray of light, it's just the best, but it's appreciating the small things. And I think if we look back through our day, we can find some small things that, um, make us happy. Uh, a small thing today is I was, I felt stronger this morning when I was, when I was working out, I felt stronger. And, and, th- and that's a win. Um, that's, uh, that makes me feel good. And that's something I can appreciate. Um, on days, some days I don't feel strong. So today I'm taking that as a win. That's the thing I appreciate. Uh, the next thing is to live authentically. Man, we hear that word authentically so much. Um, and what does that mean? What does authentically mean? And that just means honoring your truth. What is your truth for yourself? And it's avoiding those things um, like dishonesty or manipulation or denial of, of your needs. It's, it's honoring your truth. What is your truth? We all are authentically different. If, you know, there may be um, five different purses, i just use purses as an example, that um, are all different brands, but they may be authentically that brand. Are they still a purse? Yeah. But they're authentically different to that manufacturer, to who it is that designed it. They're authentic to that. Are we all humans? You bet. But we're all a little bit different brand. And we need to be authentic to that brand. And you are the brand. What is your brand? Be authentic to that. Uh, you know, I have, I have different, um, 
through my, my coaching program and, and, um, my small group training and training and the gym synergy fitness have all these different things. And, uh, last year I decided that I was going to, um, just make it simple. I was going to be the brand. Aaron Degler was going to be the brand of all those. Those are all parts of, uh, my brand, but I'm the brand. So if I'm the brand, I have to be authentic and true to myself. What does that mean? That means, you know, I want to help others be uh, healthy. I want others to help others be fit. So Synergy Fitness, I want to be able to help the masses. I want to be able to get more one-on-one with training. So that might be one-on-one training with with clients. That might be online training with clients. Um, I want to be able to help clients work through um, the things that are holding back in their health and wellness in their life. So got into uh, coaching clients one-on-one in, in groups. Um, so all those are part of my brand, but those are part of uh, honoring my truth in wanting to make an impact, wanting to make a difference. Um, so all those um, are, are authentic to me because that's who I am. I want to help and I want to serve others. Why do I do a podcast? Because I want to serve and help others. Maybe some words we talk about. Maybe you've never heard of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You might Google it and go, wow, that's the coolest thing. I never knew that. Um, how do I get to the top of this pyramid? How do I get to self-actualization? See, we're into it and I'm still having trouble saying it. How do I get there? Um, and you listen to this and you go, oh, I kind of understand that now. I didn't understand it necessarily in high school, but I get it now. And then, you know, we, we were living authentically. And the last thing is we develop compassion. Um, for those in our circle, for those in the world around us, uh, we, we start to develop compassion and you think, how do I do that? Um, how do I, how do I have compassion in a world like we live in? How, you know, how do I do that when I'm bombarded by all the different, um, news articles and, and news TV? How do I, how do I do that? You know, there's some ways to build compassion. We, um, you can volunteer for some organizations, um, human interest projects, um, because it's, it's really hard to think about your own problems when you're, out serving others when you're doing that volunteer work. Um, maybe it's exploring ways to, to improve your community. You know, for me to better understand my community, I started another podcast called My Hometown. I wanted to be able to understand what is, my, what is going on in my community. How could maybe I find a way to serve my community better? So that's my way of exploring how can I improve the community. If, if I don't know what's going on, how do I know what needs maybe help? What maybe needs um, my me to serve? Um, and, and just, you know, what's it going to take to make steps to improvement for, for yourself? And then and by volunteering, by exploring how to improve our community, by, by understanding others. I think when we, and that helps build compassion, when we understand others, we can start to understand where they're coming from. And go, but we have to do that because we have, we would have to listen and we have to engage in those conversations and have those conversations that we begin that understanding and we can begin that to build that compassion. And we do that through the understanding of others. 
so we, we've worked our way up that uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and we, we, we reach the top, and we're talking about that self-actualization. Uh, and we're talking about we, we practice acceptance. We, we live spontaneous. We get comfortable with our own company. We uh, appreciate the small things. We live authentically, and we develop compassion. And through those, um, repeating those over and over, and those may take time. Those may take months. They may take years to, to um, feel more comfortable with. But when we practice those over and over and over, that comfortability, that understanding, that um, awareness will come. But we just have to um, practice those and understand that we can't skip um, those different levels. Those levels at, at some um, way need to be met before we can move on to the next one. And so if, if, we're, if we're hungry and we need water, it's going to be real hard, if impo- not impossible, to get to the top of the pyramid, which is self-actualization. So I'd love to connect with you. And, and, and if you want further information, you want to expound on that, you want to see how can I um, do that? How can I get a, a deeper sense of fulfillment? Then go to AaronDegler.com. I'd love to connect with you there. Um, join my daily texting community. You can uh, join my weekly email. There's a place there that we can have a uh, free discovery call. We can, we can talk about what you need. Um, you can just contact me. Um, d- different coaching programs, uh, training programs, all the different things um, to help you be uh, um, more healthier, um, fit person. And fit, I don't mean just physically, uh, but physically and mentally. And, and be able to look at that um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and reach the top and uh, reach your true potential of who you truly are and truly want to be. So thank you for taking a little time and joining me today. And hey, we'll see y'all next time as I tell my wife Kim every night before I go to bed. It's bomb of the ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.